Hello everyone, and welcome to Speaking Bluntly. I am your host, Javier, and you know the premise of the show. We always interview someone, and today we have someone very special that serves not only his friends, but I'd say his community, Seb. Thank you for having me. How are you today, man? I'm good, I'm good. You having a good day? A little tired? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, you gotta rest up. I know you're gonna be busy tonight. Yep, yep. Busy little worker be. <laughs> hey man, whatever pays the bills. Yeah. Yeah. So, why don't why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? So, um, <clears throat> before we get to the actual question of the show. So clearly, we're not using my real name, but my name is Sev. I've been a bounty hunter a very long time. It is uh, something that was, in a way, thrust upon me, but also something that I accepted of my own accord. Oh, shit, that's some, like, comic book origin shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it feels like it. (laughs) But, uh, no, I've I've been doing it for a very long time for any... Listeners who might be wanting to uh, find out more about me, you won't be able to. Because he's a ninja. <laughs> also, it's just part of the job. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I uh, I love what I do. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I've helped a lot of people. I've been there for a lot of people's, uh, how can I put it, for the worst 15 minutes of their lives. I've yeah. seen, seen a lot. I've unfortunately... Been in a lot of fights. Yeah, man. I'm sure. Comes, I'm sure when you want to pick someone up, they don't want to leave you very <laughs> easily. You know. Most times they say no. <laughs> yeah. But every time it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. See, there you go. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good catchphrase right there. I have to thank my partner for that. She's the one who came up with it. <laughs> Props to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it must be kind of crazy in this line of work so uh who, who are you grateful for then because i'm imagining you're going to talk about the person <coughs> that brought you into this yes or, um, or something like that because mm-hmm. you know the person i'm grateful for is a uh we won't use his real name either but we always just called him lb okay and uh <clears throat> it's just as far a, as nicknames go yeah yeah it's just a nickname that stuck from something that was before my time but uh, there were certain instances where I was growing up where uh, it was difficult to be the only brown person in your classroom okay. full of white people, you know? Oh, yeah, and man. No, and I, I have nothing <laughs> against white people, but uh, growing up with some bigoted white people make, made yeah. things difficult if yeah. you were... One time, we went all... T- I, went, I took my friend to the ho- original Hobbit premiere because mm-hmm. I was going to make things nerdy, mm-hmm. you know? And we went to this theater. I, I we, They were sold out because it came out exactly on the Thursday of his birthday, mm-hmm. you know, the midnight. Mm-hmm. And I found one, but it was all the way out in, like, what was it? Castle? Not Castle Rock, but, like, you know, one of those, like, richer neighborhoods? Yes. And we were the only brown people in that theater. And when we walked in, everyone just kind of stared at us. Castle Rock's where I grew up. I yeah, exactly man. what you're talking about. <laughs> so it was, like... What? And we were, like, super drunk and, like, messed up at that yeah, point. Yeah, they would not we were celebrating. We, we, we were celebrating his birthday, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, that's where I that's where <coughs> I came up, not putting anything bad on that town, because it's a wonderful town. That I had a great childhood, but there's a history to it. That's really all I can say. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, uh, sorry to cut you off. No, you're con- good. Continue you're good. about LB. <laughs> No, so he, uh, he's the one who taught me to, uh, to defend myself. Okay. He's the one who taught me how to fight. He's the one who taught me how to shoot. He's the one who taught me, uh, he, he was teaching me Krav Maga. He, uh, he Is taught that like me. like CQC for Metal Gear? He, um, I don't know if it's what's used in Metal Gear, but I know it is a, uh. Well, it's like a, a. Like it's some a, like a grappling style. Or? Um, it's more of just a kill shot style. Okay. There's a lot of grappling in it. There's a lot of uh, striking to it as well. But it's very. Uh, it's not a. Uh, it's not something to be used lightly because in other in other martial arts they'll teach takedown, 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 or yeah. you know things like that. But with that, it's very. 
uh, kill shot. Yeah, just go for Block, it. grapple, kill shot, things yeah. like that. Things to neutralize your opponent in the fastest they way They come possible. down, yeah. Yeah. So they can't hurt you. Mm-hmm. But okay. it'll hurt them a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, he taught me a lot of those things. He took me on my first bounty. Um, How was that? Descri- describe what you're feeling, your first bounty, to me, um, if you can. Exhilaration and... Fear. <laughs> yeah, you know, you must have been pretty nervous. Yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, was it a high risk bounty or? Uh, I, I get every bounty could be high risk. Yeah, you never know what you're going into. We uh, we didn't expect it to be. There was a couple other of us who were also. It was also their first go, you know. And uh, Tom took or my friend LB and his partner Tom. Tom was the one who drove us there. LB was already there. He was just surveying everything. Okay, he was already so, he scouted. Mm-hmm. And he tagged uh, the enemies. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while he was there, he learned that uh, there was three other people there who also had warrants. And uh, so it became high risk. It went it, from low risk. Did it feel kind of like a movie? You you were going in for something that you? Were <laughs> like, oh no, we got three other dudes in there. You yeah, gotta be ready. yeah. The stakes the stakes got pretty high. No pun intended. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, we went in, and there was there was four of them in total, and three of them surrendered immediately, but one of them ran. And I was the closest one to him, so I gave chase. And uh, somehow, <clears throat> I uh, I was faster than everyone else for some reason. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. And we ran outside. And he ran into an apartment building, and he kicked this little block that was holding the door open. And I just dove past it. Little did I know, that door needs a key from one of, from a resident to get into when the door's closed. It's a big old metal door. So when it shut, I expected, I expected my partner now to uh, burst through the door to have my back. But she just slammed into it. It wasn't opening. Yeah. So then it's me... And this, like, 300-pound dude, who at the time was, like, three times my size. Okay. And he turned around, and I was not armed with a firearm. I had my wits. I had a taser, some pepper spray. I had a knife. And uh, he ended up uh, gaining the upper hand on me. And he picked me up and, like, slammed me against the wall by my neck and started choking me out. And I don't know how I did it, but I managed to, uh, I managed to kick him right in the face. I, like, lifted my legs yeah, up. You, my knees are right here in front of my face, and just, boom, just shot out. And, uh, I kicked him, and he went flying back, and his head cracked the corner of the wall, and he was out cold. Okay. And that's how my first bounty went. And that's how he became Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds like a fucking scene from Daredevil, dog. I'm like, damn, dude, I can do that with QuickTime events. <laughs> There's a lot of those in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was my first bounty. I ended up uh, opening the door as Sarah was about to shoulder check it again. And I dragged the dude out by his foot. He was already cuffed. I had my <laughs> cuffs on me, and uh, I just said, let's go to the next one. Yeah. And it was good. Again, I have him to thank for that because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of blood and death that comes with the job. You bury a lot of friends. You bury people that you're dead set on growing old with. Yeah. Romantically or platonically. Okay. You know, and uh, you become more than just friends. You become family. Yeah, there's you, a bond that would grow from that. Yeah. Um, you, uh, the stuff you guys see together, you laugh, you cry, you bleed, you fight, you do all these things together, you eat together, you get drunk together, you know, and there's occasions where you all sleep together, you know? Right. It, uh, sometimes it helps with the pain, you know? But, uh, I wouldn't trade it. There was a little while where I thought I would, uh, stop, Yeah. you know? But, uh, it felt almost wrong to, uh, 
leave these people to deal with these... These, these, the, these the problems? Yeah. I don't want to call them anything bad, but most of these people that we go after are scum. Yeah. They wouldn't hesitate to... Uh, to hurt someone? Yeah. To hurt someone, to kill someone, to get over on somebody, extort, take advantage of. Yeah, no, and, that's not good. Yeah, and like I said, it, it, it gets to the point where you're all in because you don't know anything else anymore, you know? Some people have regular jobs just to feel normal. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of hunters I know, myself included. I have a regular job just so I can feel normal every once in a while. Yeah. You know? But uh, you always get want to get back to it, you know? LB always used to tell me to uh, to not lose myself in it, though. Because you could uh, you can go from someone on the right side of the law to uh, someone just seeking vengeance or street justice. Yeah, kind of vigilante style. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's really hard. The closer you get to that line between good and bad, the blurrier it gets. Yeah. And that's something that I feel every hunter that I know has to deal with personally. Because we take a lot of uh, high-risk stuff. And there's a lot of times where uh, not everyone goes home. That's the first thing LB taught me when I when I picked up a gun. When we were at the shooting range, he told me that... Uh, that this isn't, uh, he was giving me the gun. It was, gi- he was, it was gifted to me by okay. him. But he told me as well that it's, uh, that it isn't a gift. That this thing is only meant to, uh, to hurt and to kill. And it's not going to bring me anything good. It's just going to bring me sorrow. Yeah. And he said that, uh. If you get a point, you better use it. Yeah, he said, he said it isn't a gift. He said it's a curse and. Then he asked me to forgive him for it, and I didn't understand it at the time, but he just wanted me, he just wanted my forgiveness, and he said that I hope, I hope you can forgive me later on down the line for what I'm doing to you right now, and I never got the chance to tell him that I never thought of it as a bad thing. I never, uh, I didn't think there was anything to forgive because I didn't think he did anything wrong. He, uh, he... He showed me a different path, a darker path, most definitely, but uh, one that uh, there are people that have to walk it so that other people can see light. Yeah, I never got the chance to tell him that there's nothing to forgive, so he shouldn't feel sorry. How long did y'all know each other in the long run? In the long run, we knew each other for about four years. That's a pretty good amount. Four years. Four years, give or take a month or two. But uh, he was also... He was my trainer and he was my brother, but he wasn't just a bounty hunter. He also served in the uh, armed forces. Okay. Yeah, he was a Marine. And... uh, Marines are intense when you meet them. Yeah. You know? And they have a right to be, man. They earned that right. They did. I know a couple Marines myself. Yeah, they did. And... uh, Again, I'm using his I'm using his nickname because I don't want people going through to to look it up and to look this up there, and yeah. connect dots because yeah, I want completely fine. I want his memory to be respected. <coughs> but uh, no, he was in a he and Tom both were U.S. Marines and uh, they left they left for a uh, tour of duty. And uh, Tom came back and LB didn't. I guess there was... Hard. Where did they go to? They went to uh, Afghanistan. Okay. And uh, I guess there was a ID on the side of the road. Yeah, man. And that's LB was driving and Tom was riding shotgun. And uh, there was other soldiers there, but I can't remember their names. But uh, the ID went off. And from what I'm told... LB wasn't killed immediately. From what I'm told, he took some of them with him. Because when the bomb went off, they were in a city... They were in city streets. Okay. I don't know what city, but, uh... That's... Once it went off, there was dudes left and rights with AKs and shotguns coming out of the woodworks. Yeah, there was an ambush. And, uh... From what I'm told, he took some of them with him. So, there's that. He did die a warrior's death in the end. 
A bloody death. A bloody, but warrior's death. Mm-hmm. Died with honor, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's, that's how that went down. And, um, how did y'all meet? How did he come into your life? So, some friends of mine and myself, we, uh, we were playing football. And it's just, you know, just simple backyard bullshit. There's no, there's no real teams or anything. There's no, uh, yeah, just tossing there's the no said thing. Just tossing the ball, having fun. And it was myself, my partner, and, uh, three others. A friend named, uh, Zeke, a friend named Zion, and my buddy Trevor. And, uh, the only reason I say their names is because they're all deceased now. Well, so, that's alright, but... May they rest in peace. Yeah. But, uh, my partner... Thankfully, she's still alive. I don't know what I would do without her either. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, we were, uh, we were just minding our own business, and, uh, there was some, uh, there were some kids who, uh, didn't agree with them hanging out with me. Again, because of skin color. Oh, okay. And, uh, they went home and got some of their older siblings, and before we knew it, they, uh, they were all coming back out. Well, here come Troy. Here come uh, here comes Tom. Here comes LB, and here comes another man named Troy. And they're all marine. They were all Marines together. Troy's still alive. Troy's still around. But uh, they see all these older guys coming at us, and they said, "No thanks. You guys are coming to just kick this one kid's ass, mine, yeah. and we're not gonna let it fly." So that's when they looked like superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> It's because, cool when things like that happen. You mm-hmm. don't expect it. Yeah, and uh, he basically stopped me from getting my ass kicked. Me and my friends. You stopped the hate crime. Yeah. And uh, ever since then, I was uh, I was uh, grateful. And he was, uh, he was a black man. And he was sick of seeing the same shit over and over again whenever he got home from defending his country. So, uh, he took it upon himself to, uh, he and Tom and Troy as well took it upon themselves to, uh, to train us. But I got a real, LB and I had a real connection with each other. Okay. And, uh, he was the first person who wasn't blood related to me that I felt like was family. Okay. I had never experienced that before with somebody who wasn't blood related it's you know? crazy i have i have like a couple people i felt that mm-hmm. i was like an only child mm-hmm. so i yeah. just you know mm-hmm. i'm very close to the people i hold mm-hmm. and uh i like i said i never experienced that with anybody else prior to him and uh it was it was like having an older brother you know my oldest sibling is my sister and i couldn't really connect with her because it was just too much of an age difference. Yeah. You know? Not that she doesn't love me. I hold my sister in very high regards. The utmost respect. But, uh, it was just, it was nice to have an older sibling that got it. You okay. know? Yeah. And, uh, what's it called? If you're going to have an older sibling, you might as well have the good one. <laughs> no, she's a great older sibling. She's, I couldn't ask for a better sister. You know? But, uh, again, it's just, I never had an older brother-esque role model to look up to. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, that's how, uh, that's how that went down. That's how we met. And I cherish it yeah. every day. Those memories I made with him. Those fights, what little ones we had together that we went through together so- as bounty hunters. So what are what could could you talk about some of those crazier moments? Um, do you have any like naked people stories? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know you don't want. To. It's okay if you don't want to. No, it's uh, it's not like anybody came at us naked. We just uh, we found people dead already naked. Those are really the only ones that come to mind. It's uh. Sex trafficking is a thing now. You know, it's been a thing for years, but it's in the news more now, and And it's... It's it's something that 
isn't brought up enough. No, it's definitely there's not too much enough. of it, and it's not brought up enough, man. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, and it sucks as anyone has to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as uh, as upholders of what's right, I guess we we have to look into these things. You know, when there's a spike in a certain type of crime. Not everyone is equipped to handle it. Not everyone is equipped to deal with it. We're not like other bounty hunters out there. We have, uh... Do you have, like, a code? Not only that, but we have special privileges that are very rare. You're, you're like, tier one bounty hunters. Something like that. (laughs) You're, like, the N7, (laughs) as as anyone could put it. Something like that, yeah. You're Spectre now. (laughs) Shepard, you're Spectre. (laughs) Love those games. I know. But uh, we have special privileges that other hunters don't. That's why we see nastier fights. We do things that uh, that people don't hear about. You know? There's a lot of things that go on that are just under the radar that the news doesn't report because they're not allowed to. And they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, we, uh, we have special privileges and... Uh, we get into the nittier and grittier shit and we were investigating a tip on a place a little far north of us uh the water catches on fire if you catch my drift okay and uh we we were up there investigating a possible hub for we were up there investigating a possible hub for uh certain activities such as that and uh we go in, we, uh, we assess the situation, a bunch of them just decided to, uh, to just surrender, to just throw down their guns, they didn't want to, they didn't want to just make it worse for themselves. Yeah. The thing was, we couldn't find the people, so myself and my partner, Night Six, um, we, we started looking around as they were getting everything ready. We had entryways and exits secured already, so there was people always around. <clears throat> we found a uh, we found a door. Okay. I guess um, it's kind of hard to explain because if you if you couldn't if you didn't know it was there, it'd be hard to it'd be easy to pass up. Okay. You know, and we made entry, and it's just classic cliche shit. Just a long dark hallway. And at the end, we see another door, you know. That's some like horror movie. Shit. Yeah, it's just some that your nun's classic. Come out yeah, you. it's just cliche, you know. But uh, my partner and I, we get uh, we get three people to watch the door, someone to be in the middle of the hallway, and we approach the door, and uh, we open it, and more cliche shit, just a dark stairwell going down. The only difference is um, they made this. The walls okay. were still dirt with support beams in them. And, yeah, uh, like, like dusty. extra horror movie yeah. shit. Just dusty as hell. You got your string of lights with naked light bulbs going down. You know you're halfway through Resident Evil when you're in the mines. Basically. <laughs> and uh, we get down there and we start seeing uh, rows of cages. Oh. Um, and there were mostly women. There were some men. Most of them young, young adults, teenagers, but uh, it's mostly women. Some of them had clothes, most of them didn't, and uh, those ones were all alive. And I tell her to start working on these. We call for backup. The dude in the middle of the hall comes downstairs, and he's you know helping her with the locks. We have hunters upstairs getting mobilized to come down here, and I went down by myself. The further in I got, I could hear just... All I could hear was people crying. You know, yeah. they were just silently weeping, I guess. Yeah, just to themselves, mm-hmm. man. And every time I would try and get close to a cage... This made me feel like shit. Every time I would try and get close to one of the cages to let the person inside know that they were safe. The, the three guys that I went up to didn't shy away from me. And they told me which way to keep going. But... All the girls scooted back as far as they could. Yeah. Away. And yeah. it was because I was a man and they did not know me. And 
the things that the men would do to them. I can't even yeah. imagine, man. And uh, <clears throat> so I keep going. I keep going. And uh, towards the back, there's uh, four men who did not know anything up top was wrong. They're just, I guess, uh, sitting there playing cards. I I see them just sitting all around the table, really. So, so, so what kind, was this like in the outskirts of, of where you were at? Or? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it sounds like this is like some deep, deep stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot that happens that again. Yeah. Yeah. The nitty gritty. <clears throat> yeah, you wouldn't expect it in your own backyard, but the the, th- the things you you don't expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I guess we're all just sitting around playing cards and. <laughs> I tell them that they need to put their hands up, and then they start shooting at me, and they didn't care about the cages that were around them or down the hall where they were firing. Oh, God. And uh, <clears throat> I had no choice. I did what I had to do. No, man. And once the gunfire was over and they were all done, I uh, I rushed up to, one, to all of them to just start you know, checking pockets, looking for keys or anything. And I found them and I turn around and there was a good nine people that they couldn't, they couldn't go anywhere. They were in cages. They got caught in the crossfire. And, uh, there was nothing that could be done. Some of them died in their own, in their own piss and their own shit. And, uh, they they did not deserve that. Two of them were little girls. That's horrible. And they did not deserve that. And uh, I mean, we we got them all out. <clears throat> we got them all home. There was some who had been missing for. There was one woman. She was missing for seven years. Damn. Dude. She was just being rotated around. I don't know how she survived that long. She <coughs> shouldn't have survived that long. She, she shouldn't have made it past a year. She shouldn't have made it past six months. Whatever she did to stay alive, it's, she yeah. did to stay alive. And, uh, what's it called? Yeah, that's, uh, that was, uh, one of the crazier ones, one of, with, uh, naked people, I guess. Yeah, but, uh, I didn't expect naked people like that. But yeah, I don't I think expect- anyone does. <laughs> I was like, I was like expecting like a crazy old dude looking at you with a dildo or something. <laughs> no, we don't have any really, um, unfortunately. I don't have any really... Wacky things like that. It's like more serious stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just... It's just the way it goes. Again, we have more privileges than other people do. Yeah. We do do things that are harder for others. We do things that are more difficult for some cops. Yeah. You know, but... uh, It has to get done. And, And at this point, had you ever experienced anything like that? Nothing to... Nothing like at that a, magnitude. Okay, so like you, you had some action. Have you been shot at before at that point? Uh, I'd been shot at. At that point in time, yes, that happened. That happened uh, four and a half years ago. Okay. And uh, wait, what month are we in? September, yeah, that happened about four and a half years ago. Um, at that point, <clears throat> at that point, I had been shot at. At that point, uh, a lot had happened, but I've seen more than my fair share of action, but I'd never seen something that horrific yet. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen a lot worse now, but at that point in time, that got tacked on at number one worst thing. Yeah. It's still, sometimes it's still, it still plagues your mind. My mind. I would imagine, because yeah. it's like. You don't know what you're going to see when you're going down that first tunnel. Then you got another door, and you don't know what you're going to see when you go down that door. Mm-hmm. I felt like uh, I felt like I was showering myself in my own sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you don't know what's down there. Yeah. You don't know what's down this long, creepy hallway. You don't know what's down these these creepy, dingy, dirty stairs. And it's like, I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine how hard or, like, or like how deep this was in because it's like they didn't hear anything that happened upstairs. No. Uh, granted, everyone surrendered rather quickly, but you're not wrong. They didn't hear anything. They didn't hear us kicking doors. They didn't hear us shouting. And I was shouting pretty loud. I'm a pretty loud guy. Yeah. 
You know, you could you could hear me from here to just Denver. Be, <laughs> boisterous. Yeah, but uh, they didn't hear. They didn't hear. It's fucking mm-hmm. video game type shit. You know? <laughs> that's the shit you see in. The, you ever check out a Wildlands? Yeah, that's where yeah. I, that's where I've played my fantasy. That's where I'm the bounty hunter. Bro. I'm shitty at it in there, but there's respawns at least. There's right? respawns. Life ain't like that. Mm-mm. No, but uh, yeah, I've dealt with uh, dealt with all sorts of shit. Weird cults. I've dealt with that. I've dealt with uh, a cannibal once. What? That was an experience. Did, what, what was the cannibal like? <laughs> yes, the cannibal. We uh, we had reports of uh, people going missing for about nine months. Oh, God. And uh, those weren't super bad until we started realizing they were connected in certain ways. The way somebody was taken. The, by that, I mean the location of which they were at. The times that they were last seen. It was always uh, a certain time. Yeah, always a certain time. It was like a pattern. You guys caught the pattern. Mm-hmm. There was there was more to it than that, but that's where it started, really. Just you know, classic investigation shit. Anybody can do it. But uh, what's it called? We ended up being told about a certain individual, a man, and we we staked him out for a little bit, you know. And, uh, one night when I was getting ready to leave, me and Sarah were getting ready to go, um, he came home, and he came home with a, uh, with a sheet that was heavily stained. (laughs) Oh, God. And, uh, we thought, hey, that's weird, you know, let's, uh, let's figure this out. And, uh, he, uh, he unwrapped, he unwrapped it, and obviously there was a body in there. You know, and, uh, we, uh, what's it called? We, uh, we went, we made entry and in the firefight, he ended up escaping. Right. Okay. And, uh, what's it called? We, we found enough at the house to get the proper warrants that we needed. Let's just leave it at that. Cause that one's still hard to talk about what was inside that house. Yeah, man, I, I don't blame you. Man. You go to a haunted house. Yeah, you see some pretty messed up shit. I can't imagine what it is like in real life. Yeah, it's uh, like nine months of it. Yeah, but uh, we we ended up actually losing him for about two weeks, and then we ended up getting a tip, and we found him at the Four Corners, Four Corners over there, down down south. Well, that's where we found him. And when we found him, he was just laying across all of them. There was tourists around and stuff. And uh, we rolled up, and my partner, uh, my partner Six, she uh, she told him, she's like, we can do this a real big way where everyone notices, and it's very embarrassing, and you could possibly die, or you could just come with us. And he opted to just uh, he opted to just come with us. And he didn't, he falls in that small percentage of people who, in the end, didn't fight back. Yeah. He, uh, he was actually very polite. Guy was actually really nice. He was really, really nice. He apologized for shooting at us. He, uh, he said that he was, it was self-defense for himself, even though he was, knew what he was doing was wrong. And, uh, he, uh, he said, I'm not going to fight. I don't have any weapons on me. Please feel free to frisk me. Bound me up as much as you need to. Like, I'm not going to resist, you know? Yeah. So, once we had left the four corners, we pulled over and gave him his proper rights, I guess. And yeah. had him cuffed. We had him cuffed on his legs. And, so, he couldn't run and yeah, anything. All that. Uh, there were two people sitting in the back with him, each with a shotgun to each side of his ribs, you know? So, he didn't resist. But, no, the dude was polite as all hell, actually. That's the creepy part, probably. It, it was, uh... You don't expect the cannibal to be so polite. And he looked so normal. He didn't look like a, a skinny, always. bug-eyed, pale, tall dude. It's or always a normal Something like that. He, he looked like... Honestly, he looked like your average... He, he looked like your average white guy, you know? Yeah. He worked out. He hit the gym. He had a normal job. He uh, paid his bills on time, the whole nine yards, you know. He had a girlfriend who did not know at all, you know. 
And uh, what's How did he called? keep that secret? It, God damn. Somewhere I keep mine, I guess. <laughs> he was more positive, at least. He's not eating people, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, what's it called? Yeah, he was actually polite as all hell. He's uh, he's still he's still locked up. He's gonna be there forever, obviously. But uh, no, he uh, he actually uh, helps with other groups and stuff that they have there. He uh, he volunteers a lot in the library. He I kept I keep tabs on the guy, you know. But uh, what's it called? He's actually tr- he's actually uh, it's a shame that that what he did. You know, what he did, yeah, that's, that's horrible. horrible, that's horrifying. I have no pity for him, but it is a shame that it that he finally got his life around yeah. with prison. Yeah. You know? And he's just going to be there. He's going to be there forever. Maybe, maybe he can help some people that aren't going to be there in the long run yeah. as long as him, you know? That's what, he, that's what he aims to do, you know? Maybe. Somehow he still has a girlfriend. His lady will no, come. Dude. Yep. His lady comes for conjugal visits. And uh, things of that nature. Girls are crazy. G- girls are crazy. They were sending James Holmes fucking money like the week after he was in jail. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Girls are crazy. But uh, no, she she said that it's a big change on him. That he regrets much of what he did, all of what he did, and uh, he's just he's a different man. He's a better person. Do I feel pity for him? No. Am I still likely to pull the trigger on him just to qu- just as quickly as I'll shake his hand? Yeah. But it just sucks that that's what happened. You know? It's There's, crazy. I guess that one counts as a weird bounty. You know, the way it all played out in the end. Yeah. Because I definitely sat in my room for a while when I got home and contemplated the universe. Yeah. I, I, I would assume so. Um, it's somebody you need hallucinogenics for. Huh? If I ever try that, yeah, <laughs> you know, I need that. <laughs> I haven't had a life experience like that yet. <laughs> it's uh, it's weird how much can happen in in a human being's life, whether they live to be thirteen or twenty six or a yeah, hundred years old. You know, there's a life lot. Life is crazy yeah. and complicated. Life is crazy you and gotta complicated. Be, you got to be grateful for it every day. Because mm-hmm. it's like, even just, I think about that a lot because the other day, you know, I, I, I work in Evergreen, mm. mostly. And the other day, we got rerouted because mm-hmm. I-70 got closed. Yeah. And we managed to get out at the point where we could actually reroute. A lot of people actually had to reverse and, like, go the other way mm-hmm. and... You know, mm-hmm. and when we drove by, we could still see like the the sheets covering the people, yeah, and the stuff scattered. Yeah, and it's like it looked like they were moving, and you just think about that. Like, I left mad about a PlayStation save that day. Yeah, there's uh there's things that uh, they seem so big in the heat of the moment. Yeah, a PlayStation no. save or yeah. a shoe getting stepped on, things like that. But just, then. Mm, it's hard. It's hard because I have a short temper. Yeah, it hasn't helped me in the long run. I think. But, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say, but I think I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, you got your kids love you. Your lady loves you. You know. Yeah. Seems like your mom has you in a high respect. You know, your parents, your cousin. Oh yeah, they try. I try. Like I said, I'm I'm not the best, but I try. Trust me, there's a lot worse out there. Yeah. There's a lot worse out there. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, that was that. That was the experience with the cannibal. <laughs> like, pretty fallout, fallout. Yeah. Cannibal. Yeah. Cannibalism. <laughs> Did you ever expect to run into that in your career? Never in my life. Like, that's never not what you expect life. to see. No, I never, not for a second. Not for a second. Did I ever expect to see that in my life? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think that existed anymore. You know, it's weird how it's weird how little surprises you after you're doing it for so long. But when something surprises you, you just realize that those that's how high the stakes are. You know, that's how desperate things can get. You know, and it terrifies you in a sense. Like, did you ever talk to the dude? Like, did he ever say why I, he did it? He he told me that. Uh, he doesn't know why. He uh, he had a normal he had a normal childhood, you know. 
He was uh, he he played baseball for his school. He was good. He was on varsity. He wasn't the best, but you know he was good enough. And uh, he went to college. That's where he uh, what's it called? That's where it started for him. Was in his senior year of college, I guess. I don't know how college works, but yeah. what's it called? I was here freshman colleagues. Yeah, but uh, glad I stopped at high school. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, huh? <laughs> But uh, he said it was a it was another guy that he was actually uh, he actually didn't know very well, you know. And to this day, um, he didn't give me the name, you know. We we there was a there was quite a few people that went missing, and it could have been any of them when we looked into it. The time he went to school and yeah. people who went missing around there, it was it was there was too many people. Yeah. It wasn't a vast amount, but it was just enough that if unless he tells it. us, we're not going to narrow it down. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? He said that he and the guy, uh, it, just, it just happened. You know, he doesn't remember how he lost it. He doesn't remember um, much of it. He remembers destroying the evidence. He remembers uh, cooking all of it. He, to him, it comes in fragments, I guess. His, his psyche's just shattered, too, you know, but yeah. what's it called? He still can operate normally in things, but it's just, it's weird. It's a weird mind thing. I'm not really too sure. Yeah, it's like you have to be a psychologist, mm-hmm. you know, to understand. Mm-hmm. But, he, like, he remembers it, and he remembers, like, thinking in his head, I wonder how this fool tastes, so to speak. Those weren't his exact words, yeah. but, he, uh, yeah, he, he cooked up some of them and ate them, and, he he said he loved it. He said to this day he hasn't tasted anything as good, and Especially that not in prison. Yeah, and he and that horrifies me. Did he ever go to Five Guys? <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if he went to Five Guys. <laughs> he ate Five Guys. But <laughs> oh God! Oh no, fuck! No. Oh, we fuck. went there. Snap, oh, son. <laughs> And that's the way the news goes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't know why. He, he was, for all intents and purposes, he was a normal ass guy, you yeah, know? Some... Had normal parents, a normal family. And, and, and that's crazy that to think that it couldn't be you, but like, you got to think about it that. Maybe there's a point in your life that you get to certain events happens and your mind just snaps. Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't know why you do you do. Maybe you get naked and walk with a billboard. <laughs> and that's normal to you. Maybe you eat five guys. <laughs> like, fucking brains are crazy. Oh, man. Humans are weird. Humans are weird. Humans and are cruel weird. And sometimes wonderful, but mostly shitty. But the wonderful is something that... Uh, that can keep anyone going, yeah. you know, because LB, my partner, Six, all these other people, if it wasn't for them, I would be a lost cause. Yeah. My mind would be shattered. I would not be able to function properly. Uh, they, they're, they're there for me through a lot, just as I'm there for them. You know, we have to, we have to stay together at this point. It's just healthy, yeah. you know? And uh, I wouldn't trade those guys for the world. That's if I had cool. to die a thousand times so that they could live, I would do it. Do it a million I mean, times. It's nice to have something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a, I feel like that's some, like, a bond very few people get to experience. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for them. I really mm-hmm. am. But, uh, yeah. So, we're getting to the part of the show where if you have one... You could ask me a question of your choice. Yeah. So, if you have any question you'd like me to answer, <laughs> you can shoot it. Um, how did you and your lady meet? How partying. Did you just, yeah? I love partying. I, <laughs> um, I don't know if you ever heard, but I was in Mexico for two years mm-hmm. for various reasons. And when I came back, I lived, like, super nice in Mexico. I drank. Mm-hmm. That's as far as it went. Mm-hmm. But when I got back, I was partying hard, and she was in the partying hard, and we just kind of ended up together. Yeah. And we ended up working. We 
weren't the most compatible and maybe we still aren't but we work through it and we mm-hmm. try to do it in a more healthy way than when we were younger right right you know so we, when we met we went from like she would probably get drunk every other day if not every day mm-hmm. and it's like I would get drunk and just pop pills and mm-hmm. be a bad kid in general <laughs> Do bad stuff because doing bad stuff is fun, right? Yeah. That weird kid on the internet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just that's how we met, and then mm-hmm. uh, we got together. We're I think we're like I'm gonna do some bad math. She's gonna be mad if she listens to this. <laughs> I think we're like two years into our relationship when she got pregnant. Yeah. No, or like maybe a year in. Yeah. Because we have a four year old. Mm-hmm. No, two years, right? No, a year. You guys have been together for six, six if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe two years, I think. So, it wasn't that bad. It's not like we met and I was like, oh, God, I got this person. Pre-. It wasn't knocked up. I'm just glad. <laughs> I'm just glad I wasn't like a shitty Seth Rogen, like Mexican hairy Seth Rogen and knocked oh, up. Fuck. You know? That's all I'm glad for. Oh, man. So it wasn't knocked up. Yeah, like I still haven't put a ring on it. (laughs) Hashtag. Yeah, you know, I haven't give. I gave her the box of empty promises, you know, but no ring. I'm gonna spit out my water. Don't do that. (laughs) Not all over the computer. (laughs) Yeah, we met partying. She actually the party. She didn't even notice me at the party. I paid for everything at the party they were at. Everything. What? Everything. And this bitch drank my monster. I, I took a nap. <laughs> I took a nap. And Jose, I was like, Jose, don't let anyone drink the one monster that's in the house specifically for me. I'm going to go lay on the couch for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I wake up and my monster is gone. And I'm like, Jose, who drank my monster? And I'm like, who drank it? And he points at this girl in booty shorts and, like, a shirt, like, maybe, like, a little under her boobs, dude. Uh-huh. You know? And I, like, walk off to him, like, why the hell did you drink my monster? Uh-huh. She goes, because I didn't know it was yours. And walks away. You know? Hmm. And then, that same night, she ended up falling off a swing and busting her lip and crying. Oh. And we ended up taking her home. Oh, but shit. But then she ended up hanging out. One of her friends hung, hung out with us a lot. Uh-huh. And she ended up going to more parties, and we just got to know each other more through there. Yeah. And then ended up with a date, and <laughs> that just led to us, like, Starting. she didn't even live with me till after we had the first baby. We were just still strictly dating when she was pregnant. Yeah. You know, she was living with her parents, mm-hmm. doing her thing, and I was over here doing mine. Mm-hmm. And then when we had the baby, she was, it was that big experience when we all had. Mm-hmm. And she moved in here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not moving. I'm like, no. <laughs> you're like, no. Nah, this is I'm the like, spot. I, I'm like, you're. No offense to to my in laws, but I'm like, your your daddy's not gonna let me have gigabyte internet. <laughs> he, he's not that type of person. He's like, he's like, that's too expensive. You only need 150 megs. I'm like, nah, dog. I need the whole gigabyte. I don't know what I need it for, but I need <laughs> it. All I know is there's no games out here. All right? This is real life. <laughs> so, I was like, I like stuff over here. I like that. I like that. <laughs> you know? Uh, and, and that's why I, th- I, I took over the, the bill. Mm-hmm. I paid the, the cable for them, mm-hmm. which is kind of intense because my dad likes having all the channels yeah (laughs) it's all right we get by we get by (laughs) all right life's too short to not have all the channels if you can you have no idea (laughs) like Uh. i remember so many times just sitting around trying to pirate movies And I'm like, I could just have all the channels, right? <laughs> Trying to find that one site that'll let now, you watch all the anime for free. <laughs> now, now, now my ordeal is trying to figure out the passwords to all the different subscriptions. <laughs> right, like, right. Cancel. It's like, we pay for Funimation now, but what is the password? <laughs> yeah. I need the password so I can cancel because I don't need Funimation. <laughs> I want to get VRV. <laughs> they got all the dubbed My Hero. They do, they do have all the Hulu does, too. 
Well, they don't have season three yet. They don't have season but three. But VRV does. Ooh, interesting. And I'm like, ah. Oh, <laughs> I think it's only like sub till episode 43 and everything else is locked unless you have uh, the actual subscription. Yeah. But they have pretty much all of them up to the recent one. Hmm. Subbed. I mean, dubbed. Yeah. I'm getting my things confused. Yeah, no, that's not me and my lady, man. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Good well, story. Thank you. No problem. It's not as exciting as, <laughs> as as what you've told us today. The, the the time we've been together, you know. But yeah, at least yeah. it's an honest, married, not wholesome story. That day, dude, after that party, uh-huh. I woke up to Jose and another homie flipping hookah coals with their bare fingers and yelling YOLO. And smoking hookah. What? And I'm like, how messed up are you guys? I'm, like, I'm kind of glad she drank the monster now. I could have ended up with you idiots. I could have ended up with you idiots. <laughs> oh, uh, man. <laughs> but it was a good night. It was a good night. Uh, good times. We burned the shit out of his... They burned the shit out of his sister's carpet with that hookah. Did I regret, they? I re- to this day, I regret... <laughs> Taking that hookah to her house. Because all her carpets were brand new. Oh, no. And as a teenager, you don't realize what brand new carpets are. But as a semi-adult, you're like, new carpets are gold. (laughs) Especially with kids. Oh, shit. Before the baby um, was born, we were about to get new carpets. And as soon as she got pregnant again, I'm like, I'm not buying new carpets. <laughs> There's potty training to go through. There's sick days. Sick days. I'm like, oh, I'm like give them a couple of years. And then I'm then like, we'll get I'm some like, new I'm like, we carpet. can get new carpets for the room. But like, not for the living area and stuff. It's going to be a mess. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But thank you guys for joining us on Speaking Bluntly with Sev. Nice to meet y'all. Thank you for having me. And I hope you join us next time here. And don't forget to check out Nerd Talk Plus, where we talk a lot less serious stuff. (laughs) We mostly discuss video games and media. (laughs) Sometimes Pedro talks about his (laughs) host. Thank God for editing. (laughs) Thank God for editing. See you guys next time.